Welcome to the Game Week Navigators. So this is our first episode of uh, the team preview. And yes, maybe you might say, you know, why? Why Newcastle of all? We don't see many Newcastle assets uh, in many drafts. But it's okay because we have a Newcastle fan here. So my name is uh, Joe. Uh, you can say I'm from, I'm from Twitter. My name is Joe FPL and I have with me FPL Run Farm. Uh, also known as Leong, and he is a hardcore, hardcore Newcastle fan. So maybe, um, Leong, maybe you can just talk about yourself and uh, how you came about supporting Newcastle. Yeah, just to answer your question, maybe why do we start with uh, Newcastle as our first team? Because uh, probably we are the most passionate set of fans in uh, the Premier League right now, or self-proclaimed most passionate. So uh, as for me, I'm a, a Newcastle fan since uh, I know what the football looked like, which is uh, around seven or eight years old when I started watching the team. And during that time, I remember that uh, we're actually challenging Man United for the, 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 the title for two straight seasons in a row. Unfortunately, we, we finished uh, second uh, in both seasons. And those are times where we called ourselves uh, the entertainers era, if you can recall. So I, I, I believe that shows my age as well because uh, that's quite a long time ago. So since then, I've been a uh, uh, hardcore Newcastle fans, as you mentioned just now. And we have been, mm -hmm. as you know, we have been through a lot of up and downs. Uh, we have been relegated and we have been promoted, I think, uh, twice. And we also qualified for the Champions League for a few seasons. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, some issues with our owner. Uh, Mike Ashley, yep. and also some <laughs> issues with our managers. As you know, we have some uh, not that good managers like Bruce. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so all these issues. Then here we are again uh, after the take takeover. We are on the way up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I believe that uh, there are a lot of uh, hardcore or very passionate Newcastle fans around the world, and yep. I believe that they never give up on the team, even though they are relegated or, or promoted or whatever. Because uh, mm -hmm. I remember during my time uh, studying in in UK, actually, um, as you can see, my background now is St James's Park, and it's yep. empty because we don't have a game today. So I actually <laughs> visited the the stadium a few times during my time of uh, studying in UK, and I'm really touched by uh, how passionate and. Uh, how good the fans are. Uh, I've been to many stadiums uh, in, in the UK, but this is by far uh, the best atmosphere of the stadiums I've, I've been. Mm. So, uh, Joe, how, how do you feel like, um, what is the impression that uh, Newcastle team and Newcastle fans give you in, in, in general? I mean, to me, Newcastle fans are hardcore. You know, they're yeah. very passionate about the team. It's just that... Uh, May, I'm, I'm not I'm not a fan per se, just only a fan of FPL and uh, Newcastle used to be like like um probably mid mid table or even bottom table where you know it's a fixture to target in terms yeah. of FPL. But I would say currently, you know, exciting times for the club. Mm -hmm. Uh would would you say now is probably one of the most exciting times uh, as a as a fan? Yeah, actually um uh, since the entertainers era, we uh, even though Bob, uh, Sir Bobby Robson actually brought us uh, brought us to the Champions League a few times, uh, we don't really have that financial power that time mm -hmm. to compete with uh, bigger clubs like Man United, uh, Arsenal, Liverpool. Even that time, we we we, we try to sign some good players, but eventually, um, 
uh, he was sacked because he can't uh, sustain the results and also yep. uh, maybe the expectation of the bots at that time. So I believe that in terms of financial and also the team strength uh, at the moment, we are uh, almost uh, at the same level as the entertainers era. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, uh, compared to that era where there are just two or three good teams in the Premier League, there are so many good teams, four or five or six good teams, and they can actually spend as big as us or even more than us in, in the Premier League, yep. which, which means that this, this will be a very, very con competitive season. Mm -hmm. uh, so even if we want to repeat uh, the fourth place finish or even the top six, there will be a very good uh, achievement for us, I believe, this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think we let's uh, dive right in to FPL content for Newcastle United. So these are some of the talking points that we go through today. Um, we'll try to keep it short and sweet for you guys uh, before we have our Q&A session at the end. So first, we'll talk about transfer windows. The transfer windows so far for Newcastle United. Number two is the style of play and key stats from last season especially. Because I would say last season is considered like a breakthrough season. Yeah. Um, not just for, for the, the club, but I mean, in terms of the finance, in terms of the, of the team as well, and, 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 uh, and in terms of the manager as well. Uh, there's a, there was a change in manager and sort of like a, a win change uh, last season. Mm -hmm. So third, we look at some of their pre-season results and the key performance. And then after that, we will look at the fixture analysis, especially for FPL managers, you know, when, when is a good time to bring them in mm -hmm. and who to bring them in. So that's our fifth item. Yes. And then we will, then after that, we will look at some of the starting uh, 11 predictions by uh, Run Farm. So, okay. Yes. After that, then you can, uh, anyone have any questions, you can ask in the live chat, then I'll try to answer as uh, best as I can. Mm -hmm. So you just uh, get ready with your questions if you have any. Yep. Yeah. So the first one, let us go to the transfer window. So maybe Leong, you can guide us through so far. Okay. So first of all, I just want to talk about the, as we can see here, we have a new jersey. So as, and we have a new sponsor as well, uh, mm -hmm. Sela. So, uh, so far, I haven't owned uh, a piece of that jersey yet, but maybe soon. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, I'll get a, a Champions League uh, emblem sewn on the, on the right. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I actually like the, the, the new sponsor and the design better than last season. And we look at the transfer window. Actually, the star signing, of course, uh, we have been chasing for very long for a good uh, central midfielder. And as we know, we have been uh, linked with many players like... Uh, Madison, who went to Spurs, uh, so Boslai, who went to Liverpool, uh, mm -hmm. and then uh, also Barilla in, in some cases. And then finally, um, we ended up with uh, Sandro Tonali from AC Milan. So this guy, uh, I, I haven't watched uh, Serie A a lot. I'm not sure about you, Joe, if we watch him a lot. But uh, as you, you can see, uh, mm -hmm. AC Milan actually made it to the semi-finals of the Champions yeah. League last season, so I'm I'm sure he gets a lot of exposure internationally as well, even mm -hmm. among uh the audience that uh usually watch only the Premier League. So I think yep. they are quite familiar with him, mm -hmm. and um people expect him to uh initially when he signed, people expect him to come in and just uh play as a deep midfielder role, mm -hmm. but uh he's not uh your traditional uh midfielder that just sit deep and make all the tackles like uh. Kante or Makaleli type of midfielder, right? He's uh, 
a type of midfielder that what you can classify as uh, maybe a box to box midfielder, some something mm-hmm. uh, quite similar with uh, Bruno, Bruno. Gimarais that mm-hmm. we have uh, last season. So uh, if you look at the way we play last season, a lot of people uh, actually wanted Bruno to uh, be more involved in the attack and to, mm-hmm. to in terms of hit map, they want them want him to play to uh, more, more, forward, more yeah. forward because uh, they believe there's a uh, potential uh, there in in uh, his involvement in, in terms of mm. attack. So uh, they believe that with the arrival of uh, Tonali, uh, which can play as a deep lying midfielder in our team, then mm-hmm. they can uh, actually create a space for Bruno to to move move forwards. Uh, we haven't seen. Uh, a, a lot of them playing together yet uh, they have played a few matches together in the pre-season friendly mm-hmm. so we have to observe further but one good thing about uh, Sanjo Tonali is he's very good in set pieces so mm. he might be able to share some responsibilities of uh, taking uh, free kicks and uh, corners uh, from from uh, Trippier as we can oh. see last, last season uh, Trippier actually took a lot of uh, actually almost all of our set pieces so so so, yeah. so in terms of FPL that will probably um lower down Trippier's yes. output <laughs> but also uh, since uh, Tonali is actually priced at 5.5 which is quite cheap so if you can see if he take a lot of free kicks and a lot of set pieces maybe mm. he can worth be considering yeah. yes worth considering but for now it's uh, a wait and see for me yep. and then next we have uh, Harry Barnes <laughs> okay so this is a very contro- controversial one because uh, one of our key players throughout this year is uh, as you know Alan San Maximan uh, he's a, a key player throughout the years that we actually struggled. And in many occasions, we can see that uh, Bruce, during the Bruce era, we tend to sit back a yep. lot. And then the, our only attacking output is uh, is probably Wilson and also uh, St. Maximum. And a lot of times, uh, he had to dribble past one, two, three, four players in order to get uh, our team to move forward. So mm. uh, he doesn't get a lot of support. And now that he gets finally gets the support that he needed last season, unfortunately, he got injured. Yep. And then uh, also a lot of uh, people observe that he don't really uh, fit uh, directly into any house playing style, uh, mm. which requires him to track back a lot. So uh, San Maximum tend to um, focus on attack more than uh, tracking back. So that might be another factor, which is... Uh, why he's uh, sold, but I'm a, a big fan of San Maximan. I don't wish mm-hmm. him to leave, and it, it yep. really uh, is tough to see him leave. But uh, yep. I wish wish him a, a, a good, good luck in his future. But uh, we look at Harry Barnes, right? If you look at uh, Harry Barnes, there are two players that uh, actually shined for Leicester last season, which is uh, Barnes and, and, Madison. and Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in terms of goals and assists, he actually scored double-digit goals last season, and also uh, I think he has nine assists, if not mistaken. So he's a very all-rounded player in terms of attacking and he can just cut in and just uh, shoot yep. and get into good good positions yep. so uh he's uh we, we don't see again we don't see a lot uh, during pre-season yet because he joined uh, quite late so it's again uh wait and see because we actually have plenty of options at uh, the, the the position that he played so our the left side uh, yeah, the left hand side yeah mm-hmm. so our uh i'll look into this uh, a bit later and finally uh yankuba minte this is a, a younger signing for us so and we are already loaned him out so you look at the, the recruitment policies of newcastle actually we recently signed a lot of young players and, and also a lot into our academy so mm. the uh, for me the takeover is different from uh the takeover before this in, in terms of club like City, in terms of Chelsea, where they just uh, right away they buy um, 
finished products in their peaks. Mm. Whereas mm. Uh, in Newcastle, even though we buy uh, a lot of good players, they tend to be in younger age, and also we yep. have to tend to uh, make sure that we have uh, players that we buy in cheap and also fit our wage structure. So we don't want to overspend, and especially mm -hmm. now we have the financial fair play rules yep. that, we, yeah, that we don't want to uh, break it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I think so far we, we are doing quite okay in our transfer window because as we can see last season, we really need a central midfielder, uh, as, especially when uh, Bruno and, um, and Longstaff at a certain point, he got injured. So yep. we are really short of cover at the central midfielder area. So we, we bought well in, in Tonali. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will see whether we get in more players in the upcoming uh, transfer, in the two weeks or three weeks, yeah. uh, in the upcoming two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So any, I mean, like speaking about that, um, any rumors? Yeah, actually, if you look at the right back position, uh, Trippier right, actually right. started uh, all the games in, in, in the mm. Premier League last season and yep. we have Champions League games so they did, we don't really have a good cover. backup, a good cover mm. for, for Trippier mm. and uh, the only cover we have is uh, Kraft which is uh, injured for the whole season last season and mm -hmm. we have Mankilo which uh, basically he played in uh, most of the cup games and we, we signed a, 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 new, uh, a young player from West Ham called Ashby but we already loaned him out so mm. currently, I, I believe that we, we are actively pursuing uh, Livramento, the right oh. from, from Southampton. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. do, do you Interesting. Uh, hear I, news I, on it? I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, the problem is that Southampton is asking um, 40 million for him. Yeah, I mean, yes. they, he's a he's a value, valuable player for them. Yes, especially, also... especially since he just got back from injury like end of last season. Yes, I think it's, it'll be a big risk because he, he'll need some time to get back into uh, mm. full fitness. Mm -hmm. And the, another reason why they ask for 40 million is because uh, half, I think 20 million of, of it will go back to Chelsea, Chelsea. Due, due to the sell-on clause, mm. which is why the negotiations are still going on. But I think we really need a, a right back. Yep. And also in terms of left back, we can see last season, uh, Dan Byrne, played uh, a lot mm. in the left back however mm -hmm. you can uh if he, he faces some uh, speedy and tricky wingers sometimes he can struggle a bit yeah uh, you pace issue and uh, we have of course a backup in mad target there mm -hmm. but uh we look at our center back options we have uh share we have uh who else we have we have botman yeah yeah and we have uh lascelles which is uh uh, mainly as backup also there are rumors of him uh, leaving as well so mm -hmm. uh, burn can act as a backup for the team so when he act, act as a backup or someone gets injured or rested then burn have to play in the center half then we will be short of options at the left back yep yeah so uh we are linked with a few left backs as well such as uh, demarco from inter as well mm -hmm. yeah so uh Nothing concrete yet, but uh, really hope that we will we will sign uh, a left back, uh, a world class left back. So, yeah, before the season starts. So I think these are the two key areas that uh, we need to focus on. on yeah, I, I I think I think I think a backup for Trippier is definitely a must. He practically played every game last season, and every game yes. is in ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety minutes. Yes, and he's not getting younger. So, uh, and he's yeah. just one 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 slip away from a long term injury, which yeah, is yeah. what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, interesting. Yeah, true. I think left back and right back is uh, very important mm -hmm. uh, additions for the team. 
So what, what about the players that has uh, left so far? Yeah, as I mentioned just now, we have uh, sold uh, Alan St. Maximin to Saudi. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, last year, uh, Chris Wood went to Forest uh, uh, on loan. And this year, he has uh, moved permanently to Forest. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he has done quite well for us, but uh, unfortunately, we don't have uh, enough starting uh, minutes for him. Yep. And also, um, in terms of goalkeeper, actually, we have uh, sold Darlow to Leeds. Oh, okay. uh, second choice uh, keeper last season. So currently we have uh, Dubravka and also Carriers uh, fighting for oh, the yeah, second, yep. second uh, goalkeeper slot. So I think we are quite good and quite well covered in that yeah. area. Yep. Yeah, that's all for the key departures this season. We have, we have some loans like uh, Lewis out on loan, but those are not, not really key players for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Cool. So next we are going to talk about, you know, um, Newcastle's style of play, especially uh, last season. So maybe, you know, it, it'd be interesting to watch um, how they play last season because I, I, as I mentioned, last season is sort of like a breakthrough season for them. Um, yeah. Their style has changed, uh, especially with, with Eddie Howe coming in and under the new, new owners. So yeah. it'd be interesting to watch what changed last season and, mm -hmm. you know, this season, what are we going to expect from them? Yep. Okay. So, uh, so uh, what what is your first impression when you watch uh, Newcastle play last season? Is it uh, we are an attacking team, a defensive team? Do we dominate possession? Uh, are we boring? Are we entertaining? What do you feel for, about the team? For me, for me, as compared to to under Bruce, you know, it's a it's a much more dynamic team, much more fluid, um, much more attacking, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they really, you, you guys really made use of Wilson whenever he's fit. He's yes. getting all those chances. He's getting, um, he's not disconnected from the team, and uh, and and, and you don't play so many long balls anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, it's more about you know counter attacking, switching um style, and 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 with the arrival of of Isak as well, mm -hmm. uh, really exciting player. Especially I remember when he first debuted, um. You know, he first few games, I think he mm -hmm. he did really well. Um, so so yeah, he, he was a class class signing, and uh, and and for 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 me, it's it's more of definitely more exciting, and uh, definitely a team that that FPL managers should look at, and yes. you know even double up or even triple up, especially yes, when especially when we had uh, I think last season we had this streak by. By Elmiron. Yes. Uh, that was also like Elmiron, you never knew he had that in him. Yes. And just to go uh, doing what he did was something really, 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 really exciting to watch last season. Yeah, I thought uh, the, the the best uh, change that uh, after we bought Eddie Howe in is he actually um, improved the same place that we have. If mm -hmm. you look at uh, players like Almiron, look at players like Joe Linton, which was uh, yep. really bad before he, he arrived. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he, he actually revitalized uh, a lot of players in, in, in the team. And uh, we managed to avoid relegation in his uh, first half of the season because of that. And since that, he has really stamped his uh, authority in terms of style of play. So mm -hmm. he generally plays a, a 4 3 3. Uh, no yep. matter it's a, a home or away game. And we look at the ball possession we have last season. We are ranked 7th in terms of uh, ball possession, uh, which mm -hmm. is not a lot to be shouted 
uh, off. But if you compare with uh, earlier uh, few seasons uh, before the takeover, we, uh, you look at our possession, we, we have like 30 plus percent, which is uh, we rarely hold on to the ball and we, we make a lot of mistakes when we hold the ball. We really string a lot of passes together. So for me, 52.3% is a big improvement for, uh, compared to a few seasons before. And in terms of mm -hmm. uh, attack, we see that... Uh, when we attack, then burn actually tucks into the back three. So the back three we have is burn, Boatman, and also share. Mm. And trippers will trip you boom forward from uh, yep, the, from the right. The, the right. So he basically plays as uh, almost like a right wing position, and he'll boom mm -hmm. all the crosses in, which is why it brings him uh, so many uh, assists and so many uh, FPL points. Yep. And also we have a aggressive and high pressing approach. So when we lose the ball, actually the whole team presses. This is uh, another different thing uh, from the previous season, which when we lose the ball, we actually sit back and crowd the penalty area. Yeah. So, yes. So this, under how we actually works hard to, to earn the ball back from yep. the middle of the pitch. And we really play in a narrow attacking line. So we don't really play in a wing back system like uh, a lot of teams. And when we win, win the ball back, we actually uh, attack uh, in a fast and direct uh, way of attack to catch mm -hmm. opponent uh, off the break. And in terms of uh, goalkeeper, we can see that a lot of teams right now uh, likes to build from the back. They mm -hmm. uh, have, uh, have ball passing goalkeepers like uh, Allison, like Allison, and recently uh, like still and also recently mm -hmm. onana that signed for yep. man yep. united so um our, our our style is a bit different so pope as, as you know is not as good at, on the feet on the ball and mm. you can see that in even uh in english jersey he actually made uh some crucial mistakes uh when when they pass back the ball to him mm -hmm. so he's not as comfortable um as uh on the ball so he'll opt for um long throws and maybe pump the, the long balls up so this is uh, something different from the big teams that, that we have yeah so this is generally how we, we play and i don't think it will change a lot this season mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i think i i think for for me it was obviously working mm -hmm. which is why which is how you guys got the fourth um yeah. and in terms of defense um good good track record so yes. you know if it's if it's working why 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 change it in, yeah. instead yeah like like what you mentioned um just mm -hmm. identify which areas that needs reinforcements and reinforce those parts but yeah. other than that uh yeah i agree with you we could see pretty much see a, a similar style but mm -hmm. with more depth because because of the champions league as well yes so uh, one one very good example that we can see last season is uh, when we play against Spurs. So mm -hmm. we, we just really press really hard that they got uh, yeah, five, five goals. Of, uh, yes, uh, just, <laughs> just scoring and scoring, and they, they really, really can't adapt to that. So mm -hmm. this is a good example for the high pressing approach that House uh, applied to the team. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cool. So um, more more we next we will look at some of uh, the key stats in yeah. terms of numbers for last season. Um, so this would be good for those of you who are who loves data out there so let's have a look okay so in terms of uh, goals conceded we are actually the best team uh, i think tied with man city in terms of uh, the amount of goals conceded which are just 33 less than mm. one goal per match and also uh, we are not not lucky because you look at the as xgc we actually ranked second so it's not like people shoot a lot but miss a lot so we are we're actually really tight at the back yep. and also in terms of clean sheets uh 
we are tight at second. And also in terms of uh, shots on target, we consider the second least shots on targets and also attempts in a box. So we can see that uh, in, with the help of the, 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 uh, the defense and the midfield, we really tighten up and also some good saves from, from Pope as well. Yeah, Pope. I think Pope is um is a. I mean, when 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 Pope signs for Newcastle, mm. we all those all those who who play FPL, we know you know he's just yeah. he's just he's just a, a a great signing for for you guys and um mm -hmm. yeah he's just it, we, to to us it's like wow yeah signing, I was a big fan signing. during his Burnley days because I yeah, thought yeah, he yeah. Was one of the best keepers in the Premier League yeah I'm surprised why he's still. Not number one for England. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because of the stubbornness of England's <laughs> relation. <laughs> yeah, okay. So in terms of attack, we can see that I've, I've mentioned just now uh, our ball possession has improved tremendously since uh, mm -hmm. the 2021-22 season. And also our best part of our attack is uh, our crosses because we have uh, the most accurate crossing stats in the uh, Premier League. Oh. I think most of it is down to the accurate crossing of Trippier at the right-hand mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. And also in terms of uh, corners taken, because we pump a lot of balls in the box, that's why we have uh, a lot. We earn a lot of corners. We are first in, in terms of total corners taken and also shots okay. from set pieces. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of goals scored outside the box, as you mentioned just now, Elmiron scored a lot of magical mm -hmm. goals from mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. those unbelievable goals that you don't expect him to score. So this contributes to uh, us uh, having the joint first amount of goals scored outside the box. Of course, I don't expect uh, this to continue the whole season because these are low XG shots that if, if yep. you look at the XG. So I'm not surprised that he don't consider the, the hot form. And... However, we are a bit unlucky because you can see that we have the most amount of shots hitting the woodwork, which is 20 times. <laughs> so this contributes to a lot of our, our draws and our last-minute losses. So I, yep. I believe that if ghosts go in, maybe we'll, we'll manage to grab the third place from, from Man United. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And in terms of XG, we're, we're, we're third in the league, but we're slightly important. Uh, underperformed we have because our actually yep. is 73 but we only managed to score 68 goals so at at a certain point of last season we look at uh, our defense which is very good we very concede goals we keep a lot of clean sheets but uh, we don't manage to score a lot of goals despite creating a lot of chances so that mm. that time it'll be is uh, our, our main problem and that time is Isaac is actually injured so yep. when Isaac is back we actually uh score a lot uh, more freely and there's a healthy competition between Isaac and Wilson so yep. our attack yep. improved tremendously after that yeah because like like if you see X, xg of the 73 for the whole season that's almost two <laughs> two xg per game which is yes. actually really good Yes. Really good. So it's definitely something that we should look at and definitely consider their attack. I mean, in terms of FPL, seems mm -hmm. like both we can consider both attack and defense yeah. for, for Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next so, maybe we can look at um some of the pre-season results so far for for Newcastle. Um, so, I think they yeah. played so far five games. Five. We have uh, two two games uh, played in UK, and uh, three games in the summer league in uh, in US. Mm -hmm. So the, the the first game in against Gateshead. Gateshead is I, I think a lot of people haven't heard before of the club. It's uh, actually a small club in a national league, which is uh, nearby our stadium. So mm -hmm. I think it's a, a traditional um, game between us uh, every every preseason, um, and. 
and how sort of uh, toyed with the starting lineup because I think he, he started four or five left backs and started with a very weird uh, formation, rested <laughs> a lot of players. And we have gone quickly 2-0 uh, down to Gateshead and we managed to uh, come back 3-2. Uh, but mm -hmm. that's uh, not really a significant game just to get some players uh, fit. And then yeah. after that, we have uh, the game against Rangers, which is uh, significant because uh, it's a game where uh, Sandro Tonali made his debut. And mm. I think, uh, if not mistaken, he was the man of the match that game. Uh, really Whoa. tidy on all the uh, holding the ball and uh, creating a lot of chances. Um, not not direct chances in terms of assists, but a lot of uh, passing that leads to assists mm -hmm. and also uh, lead to big big chances. So I think he really shines in the match. Then we have uh, we, we flew to US and we have a really thrilling game against uh, Aston Villa. So again, in this game, Eddie Howe toyed with the formation and started uh, with a back three, with uh, Trippier as uh, our right back, uh, right center back. So it's a very weird formation. And quickly, we felt uh, two new behind to Villa due to this weird formation. And he quickly changes things up to our normal style of play. And we fought back and we managed to draw 3-3. Three, three. Mm. And in this game, uh, it, Again, it's, it's significant because it's a game that uh, Harvey Barnes actually made his uh, debut. debut for us. Uh, even though it's only a few minutes, he actually uh, managed to have a few shots of goal and look really uh, sharp as well. And then against Chelsea, we drew 1-1. And finally against Brighton, which is, uh, we, we were behind 1-0 for uh, almost the entire match until uh, towards the end, we managed to score two, two goals at, near the end by Anderson. And we managed to win um, 2-1. So as you can see from the results, actually we are unbeaten so far in the preseason. However, we, we concede a lot of goals. But I, yeah. don't think, I don't think it's something that we should be worried about because uh, I think how plays a lot with this, the, the formation and mm -hmm. trying to get players fit. So, so far, all of our play, players actually get minutes except for two players, mm. uh, which are the players that actually got some serious injuries towards... Uh, mid and end of the last season, which is uh, Longstaff and also Willock. So far, they haven't have any minutes. And uh, Eddie Howe said in the press conference as well that uh, they are not entirely fit yet. Mm. So we have to observe and see because we have uh, only a few matches, I think, left before the, the, the start of the season. Mm. Like yeah. um, how, how, how many, around how many matches? Yeah, we have uh, we have two matches. So Newcastle, I, I think yeah, we we are a bit weird in terms of arranged uh, friendly because <laughs> we look at la last season before the start of the first game, we actually have two games in one day uh, against oh, two, two, two different opponents. Yes, split two the games team in, to two. Yeah, but both are played in St James's Park and they split the the lineup into two completely different lineup. And we are doing this again this season, uh, just back to back days. Uh, we are playing against Fiorentina and Villarreal. Ooh, so okay. two very strong sides. Yeah, so, tough, tough teams. Yeah, tough, tough teams, and uh, I'm very interested to to see how Eddie Howe arranged the lineup, and because it's almost impossible from these two games that we can see which are the lineup that he's going to start with in game week one, because mm. he he cannot fill a completely uh, full strength lineup and another totally um second string lineup. So I think he'll be half half for for these two matches. So do you do you think before game week one we could see the the full team uh, playing? I, I, I don't think so from the, the, the preseason games that we can see, but uh from from what I can observe, Eddie Howe is actually quite frank in his pre uh pre-game press conference. Mm -hmm. So we have to pay uh 
good attention to that and we have to observe and listen to all his uh, all his hints he'll, he'll probably mm. lot, drop a lot of hints on who will start like for example last season he dropped hints that uh isaac and wilson will start together yeah and, and he really started them together for uh, a few games yep and uh, fpl managers i think a lot uh, <laughs> went to captain wilson and gained a lot from that so i think Me. he's yes uh, <laughs> yes you're one of that then you, uh, it's it's a, a a make or break decision i think for, i remember yes. 48 points yeah 48 points. <laughs> yeah okay yeah, so, so he's not the sort of yep. manager that uh says uh that way and do the other way in the press mm-hmm. conference so you can bet mm-hmm. on that yeah Okay, so okay, so now let us look at some of the key performers, mm-hmm. um, in the preseason so far, and some interesting names, especially at number one. Yes, so, so uh, Anderson. Yeah, I think a lot of play, a lot of FPL managers haven't heard of uh, Anderson. If they, you don't pay close attention to Newcastle last last season, he's actually uh. Our wonder kid, or, or, or what you call as a, a bright young talent in our team. Uh, mm-hmm. Before last season, he was loaned, uh, I think, to League One, and he was a League One player of the season, if not mistaken. Oh and, wow! Okay. Yes, and then he came back and and started uh, a few games. Uh, I think three games for us in the in the, the Premier League and uh, a lot of cup games, and especially when we need him during our many injuries in our midfield, he actually um, filled up pretty well, and. We can see that in the preseason, he exists, uh, Eddie Howe actually uh, hinted in his um, press conference that he's uh, one of the fittest players in the team. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that uh, leads to a lot of people um, speculating that he might start in game week one. And mm. of course, I don't blame them into speculating that because his four goals and three assists, I think, is the best performance among all the players in the preseason in, in terms of uh, attacking returns. And also, mm-hmm. we look at uh, some of the other players like Almiron, uh, two goals, Gordon, two goals. And I, worth to mention Gordon because uh, he actually did really well in the under-21 uh, Euros, uh, which I think he claims the best player of the tournament, if, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. his two, two goals are very, very involved and look really sharp. And also Murphy as well, two assists. And Isaac, one goal, one assist. Uh, Wilson, I think he has uh, one goal as well. So, so far, the... Attacking returns has been really spread out, except for uh, Anderson. Hmm. Yeah. Like um, I mean, I don't see the Wilson's name here. Yeah, because he only has one goal. So, oh, one goal. Yeah. So but I think. How, uh, yeah. how many games he played? Uh, I think uh two games, if not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, two okay. games or maybe two and a half games, something like that. Yeah. Mm. I haven't really uh watched the full games of the, the preseason, just some highlights and read some uh detailed uh commentaries. Yeah. Yep. So so I don't really in terms of eye tests, I cannot really tell you whether Wilson did really well or really badly mm-hmm. in the preseason games. Yeah, um, and, and then Gordon is also another interesting one because mm-hmm. after like a high profile move uh, last season, yeah. he hasn't really get his chances um, yes. in, in, in the team as well. Yes, he, so, had, he actually claimed that he's uh, unfit uh, He's unfit uh, for most of the season after he signed, and he was uh, really fit this season. So it's uh, interesting to see whether yep. he, he claims a starting spot in our starting 11. Yeah, okay. So next, I think, um, yeah, we talk a lot about Newcastle, uh-huh. and, um, and and we see in, in, uh, in FPL Twitter the almost no drafts with Newcastle players, maybe some with Anderson at their bench. Uh Uh, Which 
which which leads us to the next question. You know, like when should we bring them in so yeah. we can look at the fixture analysis? Okay, so uh, if you look at the first uh, four games, right? We we have a really tough start. So yep. home at home against Villa, uh, people probably expect us to win. But you look at uh, Emery signing this season, especially at the defense and the midfield, and even uh, they signed Diaby as well, which looks really good. It, it looks like a, a, a really uh, dangerous contender for the at least the Europa League slot uh, this year, and they could shock a lot of people. So I, I wouldn't um, say 100% that we'll beat Villa in the first game. After mm-hmm. that, we followed by a very, very tough away game to uh, City. And then uh, we have Liverpool and we have Brighton. So you can see that City, Liverpool and Brighton are all really good attacking teams. So a lot of people don't really expect us to keep uh, any clean sheet in maybe the, maybe just one clean sheet out of these four games uh, or zero yep. clean sheet. So which is why um, it scares people off uh, Trippier and also maybe Botman and Pope as well. But mm-hmm. if you look at game week five, starting from game week five, our fixtures actually improve. We have... Um, as we know, we have a very good record at home, so I don't yep. think we have uh, any problem against Brentford and Burnley at home. Also, mm-hmm. a promotion side uh, traveling to Sheffield United away and West Ham away, I think th- those are winnable, winnable games as well. Yep. So, uh, many has actually planned if they want to use their wild card in Game Week 5, or maybe they just want to transfer in a few Newcastle players after Game Week 5, which they already uh, pre-planned transfers, which I don't really think is a, a bad thing. But it's worth noticing that um, our defense and attack are actually quite fixture-proof last season. Even mm. if we played against the strong sides uh, like City, we managed to attack City and score three goals against City, I think, last season. Yep. And also uh, against Liverpool, we managed to attack them as well. And we, we don't really fear and sit back against the, the big team. So um, in terms of, of defense, I think we, we kept a, a few clean sheets against the, the top sides as well. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea to... Um, start game week one with at least one Newcastle player. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll look at uh, the options later. But uh, many managers, especially those on template, will tend to stay away from from Newcastle players for now. Mm. So when when does the when does the Champions League actually start? Uh, I, I actually, think I I actually checked it out. Uh-huh. It's um, it's nineteen to nineteen to twentieth of mm-hmm. September. Yeah. So that's probably between game week five and six. Okay. So uh, one, one thing that... about the Champions League is we actually seeded uh, fourth. So we, which means that we will get a lot of uh, tough teams in our group and we cannot mm-hmm. afford to rest players in the, in yep. the Champions League. So this will, this will definitely uh, affect um, our lineup in the, in the league. So it is... Uh, we have to see how mm. how one will, will rotate with, uh, and rest players in between the, the, the league and Champions League because I don't think players like Trippier can play uh, week yeah. in, week out in, in the Premier League and the Champions League. Yeah, just just to note, um, uh, between 5 and 6, it will be between yeah. Brentford and uh, Sheffield United. Sheffield United, yeah. Yep. So maybe that time will be the time that uh, the, some rotation will, will, will happen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not, not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if uh, now we know roughly when we want to bring in those players, mm-hmm. maybe we can now look at um, actually, you know, the players to target. 
So, of course, uh, Mr. Kirian Trippe here. Yeah. Uh, such a big, big picture of him. Mm-hmm. So, he's the first in the name, first in the list. Yeah, so he, he actually scored uh, the, the, the most among defenders last season. 198 yep. points, just two points short of the 200 points mark. And whenever he plays, uh, no matter if we, we keep a clean sheet, then definitely he's on the bonus points, three mm-hmm. or two bonus points. And even if we fail to keep any clean sheet, he'll get some attacking returns and he'll be on the bonus point as well. So he's yep. uh, almost assured of some bonus points and he take almost all our set pieces, corners, free kicks. Uh, surprisingly, he, he he doesn't score more on free kicks because uh, we know he, he's very good on that. And mm-hmm. he's the captain, so uh, he, he's quite nailed uh, because we, we only have the leagues to focus on. Yeah, on last season, so I, I'm very surprised because the team selected by currently is uh 35% despite uh his increased price to 6.5 and also um our tough start to the season. I'm not sure uh, what the FPL managers select this based on. Is it based on his score last season or did they really yeah. believe that we'll win the first four games? Yeah, yeah, I think I think Trippier um last season you can say that he's like um. Almost fixture proof. Yes. Uh, yeah. So week in week out, mm-hmm. first thing he first the first in the list is he because he's nailed, mm-hmm. nailed. I mean, you that's the most nailed player you can get. Yes. Nailed every game, nailed mm-hmm. to ninety minutes. Um, takes all the set pieces, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So that almost fixture proof. So I think six point five million to me. To me, it's not not cheap. Uh, not cheap is one thing. Right. Yeah, it it, mm-hmm. it it they price it really well. Mm-hmm. In in a sense, they make you think. You know, they, they make you compare to players like uh, Chilwell, to mm-hmm. players like even you know John Stones or or Shaw, which are, which yeah. is cheaper. Um, and then after that, it makes you think. You know, you compare to to Trent. We know Trent is um, he's like a practically a midfielder. But they yeah. place trend so high mm-hmm. uh, away from Trippier, so it makes you think it's like, okay, he's 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 more expensive than these guys, but he's cheaper mm-hmm. than trend, and he scores more points than trend, and he's nailed. So it really gives managers uh, a tough time uh, yeah. to try to balance things out to actually make those decisions. But I would say at six point five, at a certain time in the season, I would think he will be back in most of of our teams. Yes, but definitely I wouldn't have him in my gaming one draft. I think for you as well. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's not in my draft yeah. at the moment. Okay, okay so we, we look, look at, at next player. Yep, Botman. Yeah, so Botman is uh, definitely a lot cheaper. Uh, for just four point five million, he actually maintains uh, his price from last season, which is uh, quite shocking to a lot of people because they expect him to be priced at. 5 million, which is the uh, share is price uh, this season. But mm-hmm. if, if you look at uh, in terms of the top four teams last season, which is City, Arsenal, uh, Newcastle, and Man United, you can see that Botman and Burn are only the two only players regularly starting that is priced at 4.5 million mm-hmm. and which are nailed as well. So this uh, actually tempts the managers that they can uh, just buy him and in tough matches like for example away at city they can just uh staff in on the bench yep and then play him in uh probably in the home matches or in the easier matches which is mm-hmm. why uh many managers bring him in at uh 
25%. Yep. So uh, for me, it's, it's a good uh, 4.5 million option. We have mm-hmm. a lot at the moment, but he's one of the better ones. Yep, agreed. Yeah, because like uh, at, at 4.5, he's not too expensive that you cannot bench. And uh, he, he's just priced. I, I, I would say I would agree with you. He's slightly underpriced. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, cheap enough for, for managers to bring in just to bench, especially for the first few matches and just to see how the team is going and then put him on on uh, game week five onwards. Yes. So, so yeah, good, good option. Yeah, I just want to mention that uh, he's not really a big threat in terms of corners, set pieces, because our biggest threat is uh, Fabian Shah, which mm. get into a lot of uh, dangerous positions. He has uh, a few uh, headers on target, and I think one or two goals uh, towards the end of last season, but it's not really the target that we aim our set pieces on, yep. even though he's a big and tall presence in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. the next player. Next player is none other than Callum Wilson. Yeah, this is uh, a, a quite controversial one because uh, I actually struggled to decide whether I want to put Wilson or Isaac as uh, my third best uh, Newcastle option. But uh, you look at Callum Wilson, um, I think a lot of people don't realize this, that is that he used to start all the seasons uh, well and then he start to fade away. Yeah, so he, yeah. Yeah. I remember. So <laughs> last three seasons, he actually scored uh, at least two goals in the first three games. Mm-hmm. So if we continue the trend, then uh, he might be someone that we want to own, especially he's on penalty as well. As we can see that if he and uh, Isaac both start, then uh, Wilson will be the one taking penalty. Yep. And he has a quite uh, a very good rate of uh, conversion, which is 90 mm-hmm. plus percent. So he rarely miss. And yep. in terms of XG, his uh, XG per 90 minutes is actually just af- yeah. uh, just he, right after Haaland last season. He, he's an XG monster. Yes, and <laughs> he just get into positions and he get shots in, he get into dangerous positions, he get chances. Yep. And even though we, we do really badly in the Steve Bruce days, he still get a lot of chances somehow. Yeah, uh, some- <laughs> somehow. And it, the, the, the only downside is, uh, of course, we all know that he get, gets injured, he gets tired, mm-hmm. he gets sick a lot in the season, yeah. only starting 21 times last season. If, but we look at his XG uh, overall, he, he ranks at the fourth last season despite only starting 21 times so if you want to take a punt i think he's a fairly good punt especially to start game week one against villa i can see that he he scored one or two goals in that match yeah i think he's a bit uh underlooked because firstly due to newcastle's fixture and also due to his price yes he's he's he's, he's the same price as players like uh mm-hmm. jesus yes. uh watkins and tony and Tony, <laughs> yeah. So, so like, like, like eight million. You know, people usually took at at uh, Jesus because uh, Jesus because um of their fixture and because it's Arsenal. Yeah, um, and you have and Kunku, which is cheaper. Yeah, Kunku is cheaper, or even Jackson, or even now yeah. current currently people are starting to look at Darwin. Yeah, at seven point five. Mm-hmm. So he's a bit. It's a bit. Underlook and he is a differential. I think I agree with you. He usually starts the season mm-hmm. well, and then yeah. after that he gets injured or or whatever. Then he just fades off, and everybody yes. forgets. When everybody bring him in, then he will start to go missing, and then everybody will call him a troll. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be very careful with him if uh, there are reports that he has some niggles and some small injuries. I would I would sell him <laughs> right away. 
Yeah. I, re- I yeah. re- recommend selling him right away instead of just waiting and put him on the bench. Then you might suffer for a few game weeks. Yeah, I, I remember last season, uh, I think earlier of the season, I brought him in as well. No, I wanted to bring him in, but um, the server crashed. Oh, I think, okay. yeah, that the server <laughs> crashed. But then I, I checked my team. He's not in the team. Uh-huh. But then when 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 the game loaded, he is in my team, but he's on the bench. Okay. And then Harlan, I think was it Harlan or who who didn't play? And then mm-hmm. he scored 19 points and he came in from the bench. <laughs> oh, that's very lucky. Of <laughs> yeah. So th- I think that was the starting of the season as well. I think game was it gaming four or five or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with him. He might be a good he might be a good punt at the starting mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. Okay, let's look at the next player. So now we're going to players to avoid. So mm-hmm. this is uh, something interesting. Uh, and uh, maybe Leong will guide us through yeah. this. I think this is one of the biggest debates on social media and Twitter right now because many mm-hmm. of the big content creators actually uh, try to push uh, for Elliot Anderson as a, a top choice for the 4.5 million mid. If you plan to play uh, a 3-4-3 or... Uh, a four-four-two formation, which you can actually put him on the bench and start, in, start him in, in some games. Um, mm-hmm. So, which which brings us to his uh, team selected by is four uh, percent, which I expect it to be uh, below one percent. But after his four uh, percent is quite high. Yeah, it's quite high. And his, after his uh, performance in preseason games, I think uh, it brings a lot of uh, managers. I think his uh, ownership will increase furthermore as we get closer to the start of game week one, especially if uh, Eddie Howe dropped uh, even more hints in his uh, press conference that he keep on praising Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, in terms of uh, starting for game week one, if you ask me right now, I, I would say... Uh, he wouldn't start game week one. Uh, I, I know that uh, a lot of uh, people in Newcastle uh, fans community that they, they think that uh, the, our local boy, uh, Elliot Anderson, deserve uh, to start in game week one after that performance, especially with uh, Willock and Longstaff uh, not fit yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to see whether they are fit or not. So now let's assume that both of them don't get fit in time. And we look at uh, past uh, seasons when we signed Bruno. Uh, actually, uh, how don't straight away put Bruno into the starting lineup? Actually, that time he still s- continued to start uh, Shelby until Shelby got got injured, and he uh, after that he puts uh, Bruno in. So there's a style of management of Eddie Howe that every player that uh, newly signed need to earn their place in the team. So there are concerns that uh, Sandro Tonali might not start game week one right away, and mm. Eddie Howe might go with uh, a midfield three of uh, Bruno. Uh, Jolington and Anderson. This might be a, mm. one of the possibility. Okay. And another possibility is um, Anderson can actually play on the left-hand side. And again, we have another newcomer there, which is Harry Barnes. Yep. And uh, Gordon can also play there. So we are very mm-hmm. crowded there. And we, we, mm-hmm. again, again we, are, we, we cannot be sure. Even Isaac can, can play there yeah. uh, if yep. he decides to start Isaac and Wilson together. So uh, we have to see because Isaac actually uh, played a, a lot of games at the left during the, our preseason game. So mm-hmm. let's just as, assume that uh, assume that Willock and uh, Longstaff don't get fit in time. I still don't think that we will start with... Uh, Anderson in game week one. I think a, a lot of people will have different opinions 
about that and uh, we'll have to see about that. But for, for now, I think because of the so many cheap midfield options that we have right now, especially in the yep. 6.5 million, yep. uh, 7 million range. So I don't think we, we should risk that uh, very valuable midfield spot on mm -hmm. someone that we are not even sure that will start on on game week one. But yep. that, that's, that all depends on the, the formation that we plan to play as well. If you really want to spend 4.5 million on your midfielder as bench, maybe there are some other options out there. I think that like, for example, Nakamba, which is yep. uh, pretty nailed and, and, and others. So we have to see whether you want someone who is very nailed, but is not that attacking or someone which has a lot of attacking potential, but not necessarily is Nailed to start. Even if he start game week one, I don't see him starting game week two away at, at Man City because we need mm. uh, more aggressive and more physical players in in yep. the midfield. Yeah, and another thing to add is I think I think for for four point five million, his uh, ownership is pretty high. So if when players start to realize he don't start and they want to move to another player, I don't know. Maybe his price might even drop yeah. to four point four. Or, or 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 when 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 the play managers starting to look into other Newcastle assets and they need to move Anderson out so that they can get other Newcastle assets, yes. so might suffer from a price oh. drop. Uh -huh. And and if uh, if you get a four four point four million mid uh, midfielder, you you can't basically you can't buy anybody else. Yes, but uh, unless Eddie House says for sure in his pre-match conference that he'll give uh, Anderson the start, which he might, then mm -hmm. I think uh, if he said that, then then I might bring him in at the 4.5 million. <laughs> if, he, if he don't say that 100% for sure, then I think it's a, it's a risk uh, to buy him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even like like what you said, you know, even if he starts the game week one, he might not mm -hmm. play the, the, the subsequent game weeks. So yeah. if it's... Unless, it's... unless he scored like, like, like two goals against Villa, then it's, he became undroppable for, for Eddie Howe, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll just see. It's, there is a risk involved, definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now let's look at the next part, which is the prediction, team lineup predictions for the season, or at least the starting of the season. Yeah, so, so uh, in terms of goalkeeper, it's Pope. And uh, the back four, I don't expect it to change. So it's Burn, Botman, Shah, and, and Chippier. Uh, the midfield three, again, uh, I put Villard there, but it depends on it, whether he gets fit or not. Mm -hmm. If not, I expect uh, Bruno to start together with uh, Tonali, and they'll interchange between uh, the deep-lying position. Sometimes Tonali sits deep, sometimes Bruno sits, sits deep. So it, it's uh, quite interchangeable. And then if Villard don't start, then I expect uh, either Longstaff or Jonington to start there. Mm -hmm. And for the front three, uh, we, we see that Isaac and Wilson work so well towards the end of last season. So I, uh, my first choice would be to continue starting them uh, that way. But uh, as we, we can see that our left wing is really crowded. So we have uh, other choices like Brian Barnes can play there. Jonathan yep. can play there. Gordon can play there. So it, it's a very crowded left-hand side. Mm -hmm. Okay. So and in terms of right-hand side, we are actually... Uh, Better. We, we just uh, the choices we have are just Elmiron and also Murphy, unless we oh, sign yeah, someone. Yeah. Unless we sign someone at the right, but Gordon can also play on the right as well as he has done a few times in his Everton days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, based on preseason form, I expect Elmiron to 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 keep that that spot on the, on the right hand side. So this is basically my prediction. 
for starting eleven unless some players get in, injured. Then, oh, mm, yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's uh that's the starting prediction, starting lineup prediction by uh, uh-huh. Leong by FPL Run Farm. So yeah. the next session, I think what we're gonna do is um we're gonna go through some questions, questions, some Q and A questions. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's maybe we can highlight a few in the chat. Yeah. Um, let me just put it. Uh, we'll go from the start. Oops. Okay. So let's see. Okay, uh, this is something interesting. Sankout yeah. say the depth is lower, but the first eleven is on fire. So this is talking about the Newcastle team. Yes, I expect, especially we are, we are low on depth in terms of defense, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, like I mentioned just now, we we are expected to sign a left back, a right back, and maybe a centre back. So uh, right now it's quite thin, and we cannot de- de- uh, rely on players like Paul Dummett to to actually. Bail us out if we have uh, <laughs> any injuries. Yeah, so so I I agree with Sun Cup. Actually, we have uh, uh, quite low depth, especially at the back at the moment. Mm-hmm. Next, we have by Yoga. This is just a comment. He says, "Seems mm-hmm. like we can't hope for 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 clean sheet points." I think he's looking at maybe the yeah, fixture analysis. Games. Yeah, maybe the yeah. first four games. You know, Villa. I think they are really improving. They are bringing yeah. in quality, quality players. Um, yeah. it'll be a tough one, uh, definitely. Yeah. And then Man City and Liverpool. You know, you don't yeah. need, you don't have to say much, yeah. but also Brighton, Brighton as well. Yeah, yeah especially they are crazy. Them away. Yeah, tough yeah. is a tough. Definitely, first four. Can't hope for see uh for clean sheet yeah. points. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, which which, which brings uh. To the to the issue of uh, whether we should um, actually buy Botman for for our bench because we are definitely won't be starting him in yeah in and, and, four he, and he doesn't have any start. attacking threat yes yeah so maybe he's I mean I would 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 you buy him and keep him for four game weeks <laughs> tough yeah, tough one yeah, yeah probably not mm-hmm. okay next question first question we have uh, from Sankup yeah. Give us your predictions on how good Barnes will end up as FPL-wise. Oh, this is a very, very <laughs> tough question. I think, okay, I think uh, Eddie Howe will play him a lot in the Premier League because mm-hmm. he's, uh, he has been doing quite well for Leicester in the Premier League for quite yeah, some he has, time. He now. has the experience as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has experience as well. And they uh, will have someone to play in that left-wing position in the Champions League. So there'll be a rotation. Definitely, he won't be starting everything. Uh, I think he'll get um, at least probably a double-digit attacking return. My prediction would be maybe mm-hmm. around eight goals, two assists, something like that. We have to see. Yeah, how, yeah, how but but to... but like like you mentioned, Leong, um, mm-hmm. the left side is so crowded. Yeah, will he even get to play regularly there? Yeah, it depends on because we only have two fit strikers right now. Uh, I mean, two mm-hmm. um, first team strikers, uh, Isaac and Wilson. So I, let's say, um, Eddie Howe wants to rotate the striker, right? Mm. So we, we we cannot expect Isaac to play in the left wing week in week out. 
Yep. Because we, we know Wilson is not reliable for, for his injury record. So that frees up one um, competition at the left-hand side, I would assume. So the competition will basically be between Barnes and uh, Gordon mm-hmm. and also Jolington, which uh, mm-hmm. Jolington if, can also play in the center midfielder. So it's basically, I think uh, Barnes will get a lot of minutes. Um, Probably he won't play the full 90 minutes uh, because he, he used to be sub off a lot around the 60, 70 marks, even yep. minute marks, even, even, yeah, even in, Leicester. In time in Leicester. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, I, I wouldn't recommend uh, anyone buying Barnes yet uh, unless we can see a few games, uh, yep. how, how he works under how. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait and see. Yeah, wait and see. Okay, another one from Suncorp. I think he's uh, giving you a hard time. <laughs> hey, Leong, tell us a bit about how well do you think Newcastle attack will function in the first six weeks? Are we sleeping on Wilson? I think we did mention this yeah. just now. Yeah, I mentioned just now that uh, Wilson really starts well. I expect him to, to start well again. I expect him to start in game week one and, and, and score maybe early in the game. Mm. Uh, again, our attack will be uh, highly focusing on getting the ball um, to Wilson. Yep. Okay. And also, uh, if we fail to do that, then at, at times uh, in the last season, we, we see that we can struggle if the teams actually crowd the penalty area, the small teams especially, and they, mm-hmm. they just uh, sit back and don't don't allow us uh, spaces at the back to run into it. As we know that Almiron, he actually need, needs a lot of um, spaces to run behind defenders yep. because he's a very yep. speedy player so we, we can mm-hmm. struggle to do that uh fortunately the first four opponents um, villa city uh, those teams they, they don't uh, really play defensively so mm-hmm. they'll try to attack us and they'll open up a lot of spaces at the back yep. for us to, to exploit so i can see it'll be um, a high scoring first few games and with uh, wilson getting a few goals for us well, now i'm tempted <laughs> <laughs> okay a question from yoga is Meta Almiron back? Oh, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think he'll ever uh, replicate his uh, his form hot form last season because we look at the type of goals that he scored. Those are goals that you don't score every day, even even for Messi, even for Ronaldo, you don't score that goal weekend count. <laughs> yeah, so I expect him to to keep the spot and to to do well, but I definitely won't be able to repeat that form last season. I mean, he he did do well preseason so far, two goals. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, who knows? We just have to wait and see. Yes. Okay. Um, a question from Hadi Raihan. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. With the extra minutes being given out this season, like the World mm-hmm. Cup, I think this has just been announced today that yeah. they will add more minutes um, based on um, stoppage time and all that. They'll add even more. So, mm-hmm. this is something that we see in the World Cup. Uh, yeah. Not many people, I mean, it, you know, two camps like mm-hmm. it, some don't like it. Mm-hmm. So with the extra minutes, you know, which players would benefit from this? Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about Newcastle in particular. Okay, uh, I, I'm quite concerned about, about our team because we are a hard-pressing um, team and we run a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of uh, the, the peak Liverpool side under Klopp, which uh, they press a lot, they run a lot, and yep. they, they really need a lot of... Uh, good fitness players and uh, I, I if i observe last our team last season we actually tires out a bit uh, towards the end of the game mm-hmm. and if, in games against uh bigger sites uh, 
I, I, I would say that we actually wasted some a lot of times towards towards the end. So mm. if those wasted times are actually added, I, I will see us uh, struggle a bit. Mm. Uh, so maybe we need to make a full use of all the substitutes available. Yep. Uh, which is why we need a lot of squad depth. So in, in terms of Newcastle, I think uh, we'll struggle a bit. What do you think about uh, other teams? I mean, like, like, would 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 you think this would affect um, the the chances of clean sheets? Yeah, I I think we would we would uh, concede quite a few of goals uh, towards the end of the game, mm. especially after the ninety minutes mark when when the the fitness drops, the concentration drops, player get exhausted and hard to focus. Yeah, I I I would I would say I would say this probably doesn't apply only to Newcastle. I think mm-hmm. it applies to the teams in general. So we would, I don't know, maybe would it affect FPL as a whole? Do we mm-hmm. do we get fewer clean sheets? Yeah. You know? So may, maybe the total amount of clean sheets in the whole season among across all the teams will drop. Yeah. May, maybe. So that would probably be players, uh, defenders, which rely on clean sheets and mm-hmm. uh, being nailed 90 minutes will probably be less mm-hmm. appealing. Whereas yes. players who actually, let's say after 60 minutes, you get the clean sheet lock, you, you get subbed out and then you get those clean sheet points. Those Maybe those players will benefit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely, I think it would change slightly on, on, on how we look at FPL and how we play uh, FPL. But players benefit from this. I don't know, maybe like um, fringe players uh, you know, like people like like Jota, um, people like maybe Alvarez. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So players that come in uh, against tired legs yeah. and get they get more minutes in their tank and they can mm-hmm. do well, do better against against tired legs. But definitely, we'll see more injuries also because as players get get tired, they are more susceptible yeah. towards injuries. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So we might see more injuries and more mm. rotations because mm. of due due to managers protecting the players from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. So okay, another so one by I think Hardy. We'll take, we'll take uh, another two questions before yeah. we, we go. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. This one is more general. Um, does the community shield affect our draft for Arsenal and Man City assets? Should I yeah. worry? Maybe yeah, this I one I can answer. answer. Yeah, you should yeah. answer that. <laughs> for for me, community shield um does not represent or does not reflect what what happened. Like you see last season, the community shield, um, Harlan made his first game and he missed chances, and uh, everybody say, oh, you know, Harlan, why why yeah. he cannot finish those chances? And then, um, but then when he when when the gaming one starts. He just went absolutely crazy. Yeah, I was so, one of those who don't start with Haaland last season <laughs> because of that game. <laughs> yeah, because you you see missing those big chances, you start to doubt yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So for for me, community shield is community shield. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't affect our draft. But of course, if the community shield causes a player to injured to get injured, then of course you 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 make the necessary arrangements. But in terms of the the game itself, I personally don't think it should affect our draft. Yeah, um, I have to put you on the spot here, Joe. Uh, <laughs> who, 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 who do you think will win the community shield? What is your prediction? Uh, for me, I think I think City will win. But it will be a close one. Okay. It will be a close one. So, yeah, should be a good one. Uh, I think Sankat won't like your answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Arsenal fan. Okay. Okay. So we'll uh, take one last question before we end this. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is just a comment yeah. from Sankarp. He said, mm-hmm. given Newcastle's tendency to hit the ball out a lot, mm-hmm. do we think benches can come out and finish 60 minutes as per new rules? <laughs> so this would be interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because because uh, uh, if, if the bench player comes out and he gets 60 minutes in a tank, Basically, he played 60 minutes and he gets those extra bonus points and he gets those um, uh, appearance points as well. So, yeah, we actually see that a lot last season for, for Trippier because uh, he, he was sub up uh, in the 70 plus minute mark and he get that full clean sheet points. Then mm-hmm. uh, we concede and Pope doesn't get the, 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 the clean sheet Yeah, points. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we get that a lot, especially for Trippier because he tends to get uh, tired towards the 70, 80 minutes mark mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll probably see even more this, this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sheesh. Good. So, yep. I think that's, that's all. all that's all we have for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who actually join us until the end of it, uh, we are really grateful that, that you are here with us. Um, my first time hosting and our first time actually talk go through a team. And uh, of all teams, we we chose to start with Newcastle. But I think it was a really uh, enjoyable session. Uh, it was a good session and we learned more about Newcastle. And uh, I mean, it's no harm doing preparation uh, ahead in mm-hmm. FPL. But yeah, for if you if you have enjoyed this session, um, you know, remember to click like, uh, subscribe to this channel as well. And also uh, click the bell icon for notification of next video and uh, just to, to let you guys know the next video we're going to talk about we're going to go through the uh, arsenal we're going to go through arsenal uh, as a team and um, their, their, their fixtures and, and their players to target and uh, this live stream will tentatively drop uh, on the 3rd of august so stay tuned uh, you yeah. will be notified if you if you subscribe and you click the bell icon and also follow us on social media on twitter on on uh, threads and on other social medias as well and yeah so thank you for 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 joining us and uh, thank you leong for going yeah, thank you. through thank the you, whole Joe. the whole team uh, we can see that you are really passionate about this team and uh, yeah. we hope to see you soon again yeah and hope newcastle okay. does really well in this season as well hopefully we can finish top four again yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how Wilson start the season. So yeah. let's just see about that. Okay. okay. So we'll see, see you guys in the next stream. Yep. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.